0: Finally, I am here friends, just I was procrastinating my recordings all these days, thinking I should find my content, I should create my niche, and I should do that, and I should do this, I should make everything ready, then I should start. These things were keeping me, keeping me, just halted. So, somewhere inside me, kept telling, no, you have to start somewhere. No need to get prepared, no need to do this, do that. Keep everything ready and start then. You start once and everything will follow you start once and everything will follow is the motto now for me and here friends I am Bhagi Lakshmi gonna be BL for you love you all and I am starting my first podcast and I am so excited, super excited here today with the narration story about Narada. It is not a story. I'm gonna speak, tell you few things about Narada. Narada is a well-known character in our Indian mythology. So here we go. I'm gonna read it for you. It's from a book by Ranganath Sharma. Let's start. Keep your army as well as the weaponry always in readiness. Be kind to your servants in order to win their hearts. Always be prompt in paying the wages of the soldiers and servants. Never spend more than what you earn. Build your lakes and kennels and provide the farmers with all facilities. Don't the above words seem like the advice of a modern political pundit to a senior administrator of a state? Army, weaponry, income expenditure, farmers, lakes, and canals, and who is it that gave all the above counsel? Let us find it. Who is that? It was indeed Narada, who is generally considered as a quarrelmonger and a bearer. He was always considered as a quarrelmonger, but his quarrels, whatever he, uh, he does, always ends. Very best for both the parties. So here we go. The wise words quoted above were addressed by Narada to King Yudhishthira in the epic Mahabharata. How he has to run the state and is take care of his subject. The name of Saint Narada is well known. Narada appears in every Purana. There is not a religious discourse or Puranic play without the entry of Narada. No story is complete above without Narada. Without Narada, the story fails to sustain interest. Usually, Narada makes his characteristic entry with the Veena. He always adores a Veena. That is a string musical instrument we use here in India. So, Narada's true intention. The word Nara means... Knowledge, useful to mankind and the means a giver. So Narada means the one who gives useful knowledge to mankind and guides it in the right path. Narada was a first order musician. He always loved to sing songs praising the glory of the Almighty. It is said of Narada that he was the inventor of the musical instrument veena. The E plays on his Veena, which was named Mahati. The Veena he has is named as Mahati. Among the Devashis, Narada is the one of the holiest. He commanded the respect of all. It was his habit to travel and to go around preaching to people, uttering his words of wisdom and telling people stories carrying an ethical message. He was loved by all, be it gods, demons and human beings, equally. He had one weakness, that of disclosing to both gods and demons. What is that? The secrets about each other. Gods and demons naturally hated each other. Narada's deeds often created trouble and friction among gods, demons and men. And such friction often led to a war in the end. Hence. Narada acquired the name Kalahapriya or the lover of quarrels. How are such a person a saint? Was it right that he set people against one another by separating, spreading gossip? But we must remember that Narada's intention was so espouse a good cause. It was his constant desire that bad people should be punished for their deeds that the <coughs> Haughty ones should learn their lesson lesson soon and that the good should live happily. That was his in, intention all the ways. May you wander like a vagabond. Narada was travelling around all the three worlds. There is an interesting story about this. The children of Daksha Brahma were called Aryashvas. One day, Daksha Brahma called them to his side and said, "Oh, my children, absorb penance and you will derive strength and spiritual splendor. Later, you must get married and lead a contented life. In response to the command of the father, the children went to the Himalayas and started their penance. Near the Narayana Saras. Narada happened to go there. O sons of Daksha Brahma, why at all are you observing such a penance? Is it merely to get married later? There is no joy in married life. You must develop devotion for the Lord. Our aim must be to escape from the sorrows of family life. Must you observe penance only to get trapped in misery? Practice renunciation. Aspire for deliverance. Saying thus, Narada went away. He did his job. The advice of Narada made a tremendous impact on the minds of the children of Daksha. They took an oath not to marry. This news upset Daksha. He called his other children, who were named Shabalashwas, and instructed them properly and sent them for penance. But sure as ever, Narada came and taught them to the ways of renunciation. Daksha Brahma's anger knew no bounds, he said to Narada. Oh Narada, it was my heart's desire that my children should marry and lead a happy household life. But you interfered and misled them. Don't you have any other occupation? I am cursing you to remain a vagabond eternally. Narada was not upset by the curse. All the better indeed. I shall spend all my time wandering and preaching the people the best, he determined. <coughs> so for the one is determined, whatever plus or minus is for their good, always for their good. Story of earlier birth, Narada's earlier birth is the story over here. It is said that Narada himself once told his story about the uh, story of his birth. The great sage Veda Vasa, divided the Vedas into four branches that we know Rigveda, like Veda, Samaveda, and Athava Veda. So Veda Vasa felt that common people could not comprehend the Vedas and therefore wrote the Puranas which explain the meaning of the Vedas. He also wrote the Mahabharata. He brought out the essence of the Upanishads in the chapter called Bhagavad Gita using very simple language. The great sage was not satisfied even with such wonderful writings meant for the good of humanity. He was somehow convinced that there was yet one more work to be carried out by him for the benefit of humanity. A where the Vasa was once sitting on the banks of the river, Narada came there. Narada knew what was worrying the sage Vasa. He said, great sage, you have done so much for the welfare of humanity and yet you are not satisfied. It is because none of your writings thoroughly describes the glory of Lord Narayana. You have not adequately brought out the greatness of devotion. In the coming Kali Yuga, people will not live for as long as a period as in the present era. For them, it will be a tough task to acquire spiritual knowledge. The best way for them will be the path of bhakti or devotion. You must write a book which will describe the glory of the Lord and greatness of bhakti. Only then will you find peace. The company of good men generates bhakti, O sages Vyasa. Words fail to describe the all-pervasive influence of good men and their devotion towards God. I was once a very ordinary man, but today I am revered as Saint Narada. I owe this entirely to the company of great men to the devotion I have towards God. So, this is his um, pre-birth story. Sage Vasa was dumbfounded. It is ever possible that this universally respected she was once upon a time an ordinary man? Baffled, Vasa stared at Narada in wonder. Narada could read his mind. So, he explained, "Oh, Vasa, I was once an angel. I was called Upabar- Upabarhana. I was an expert in music and I was handsome to look at too. Once Daksha Brahma decided to perform a sacrifice, he arranged a big function. I sang devotional songs on that occasion, but I was not concentrating. My attention was diverted towards the Apsaras. Daksha Brahma was upset by my behavior. He turned towards me and cursed me. You latched Gandharva let the devil take away all your entire knowledge and spiritual splendor you don't deserve to live in heaven may you be born as a little despicable human being on earth that's how we are all on this earth i came to my senses only after i had heard the dreadful curse i begged for his forgiveness daksha then said do not lament to barhana you will be blessed by the company of good men It was owing to that curse that I was born to a slave woman. Later my mother started working as a servant maid in an ashram. I was a little boy then. The rainy season came. Some sannyasis came to the ashram and stayed there. They were learned men and devotees of God. Every day they conducted prayer meetings in which they sang glory of Lord Narayana. Their preaching changed my behavior. I became increasingly attracted to their preaching as days passed. Gradually I became more and more devoted to God. The sages began to like me. They would offer me fruit and speak to me with much warmth. I carried out devotedly whatever work they assigned me. The rainy season came to an end. The sages prepared to leave for another place. I felt very sad. The king's kind sages understood my feelings and consoled me. Don't worry. Have trust in God and be always eager to realize Him. <clears throat> Do not while away your time on earth. This world is a creation of God and it finds its ultimate fulfillment in Him. Not a straw moves without the will of God. Keep repeating with wholehearted devotion the mantra, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya, and you will be blessed. Having uttered this benediction, the sages went away. The departure of the sages made me sad beyond words. I spent all my time thinking about God. Days passed. One day my mother died bitten by a snake. I placed all my trust in God and headed northwards. I had no particular destination. After a great deal of wandering, I came to a beautiful uninhabited place. I took my bath and drank the water from the nearby pond. I felt comforted. Body and mind became light. I remembered the good words the holy man had preached in ashram. I sat under a people tree contemplating on God. Many years passed by, I lived on the fruits and leaves of the forest. My mind was immersed in contemplation. As time passed, I realized that God is present everywhere and in all objects. One day I saw a brilliant flash of divine light. I saw that the Lord was standing before me. <coughs> I was so thrilled. Everything else looked meaningless. I was opened. I began to wander everywhere. I longed to see the divine form again. Then I heard a divine voice. You will not see me once again in this birth. I do not appear before people who have not not rid themselves of desire and anger. As you have seen me once, your devotion for me will now become more steadfast. Especially since you keep company with good men in your next birth, you will be one of close attendants. I felt some water relieved after I heard that voice. I felt a surging spirit of renunciation. The world appeared to me perverted by the Lord. There was no trace of ego in me. I remained loosely attached to that body for a while like a drop of water on a lotus leaf. Once while I was in deep meditation, I felt as if I was touched by a divine light. Immediately I cast away my body. Then the deluge came along with all the living creatures became absorbed in the body of the lord sometime after the deluge new creation began out of the navel of lord narayana came brahma he engaged himself in the work of creation in accordance with the lord's command then brahma created marichi atri and other eight prajeshwaras i happen to be one of them Vasa, I became Narada thanks to the blessings of the Lord. I am wandering around the world singing the glory of the Lord accompanied by this Veena Mahati. It has since then been my aim to convert people into the path of devotion and piety. In the future Kali Yuga, the chanting of Lord's name will bring greater reward than performance of sacrifices. Path of devotion is the easiest and best Mind becomes steady, cleansed of passions like greed and anger. Knowledge can be attained only when the mind becomes pure. Of course, you are aware of all these things. I therefore ask you to compile a book setting out the greatness of devotion. I shall narrate to you the ideas of Vedanta, which Brahma has taught me briefly. Let this be the basis of your great work. That book will make people happy and will bring mental peace to you. And then Narada communicated to Vyasa the secrets of Vedanta. Vyasa composed the Bhagavata, deriving inspiration by Narada. In the Hermitage of Valmiki, Narada had a part to play even in the composition of the Ramayana. One sage, Narada came to Hermitage of Valmiki. He was received with warmth. He wondered whether there was any men who tenaciously stuck to the path of righteousness even in the midst of the great odds whether there was any man who can, who could be pointed out as an ideal to the whole world Narada traverses in all the three worlds Valmiki thought that Narada might find an answer to his questions Oh great stage, you are all-knowing, you have studied the Vedas, you can tell me if there is an, any man in this world who is virtuous, pious, ever truthful and tenacious, is there anyone who wishes well? Are all living creatures and who are also a hero and a scholar? Such a man should be free from jealousy and be a man of invincible valor. He should be the most handsome among mankind. If there be such a man, please let me know. Narada beamed with a smile and replied, "Oh yes, I understand you. I do have a person. I do have a man of all this. I want to find out if there is a flawless, perfect human being? It is so no doubt difficult to come across such a man, but there is a man who has combined in himself all the virtues you have en- enumerated. He is Sri Rama, the king of Ayodhya." Then Narada narrated the story of Shri Rama and went away. Then from there on, the sage Valmiki was so thrilled to listen to the story of Lord Rama and he decided to write Ramayana. Narada and the other great epics. So this is our Narada I have uh, just uh, given a brief thing about Narada And his two stories I mean his uh, connection with the Bhagavatam and Ramayana That I have given today Hope you all liked it And let us see I mean listen to my Let us my podcast Second podcast come very soon And I will not make you keep waiting for me Here I go, next very soon. Bye!